This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your hosts, the fabulous, the talented food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. It is February, and that means uh, four months till warm weather. And all seriously, on this week's edition... We got a lot of things to talk about. We got the new issue to Milwaukee Magazine, the we arts do. issue. Yeah. And there's really cool stuff about the Unity Awards that some really great nominees. Adam Carr is a nominee. I don't see me in there as Unity Awards, Anne. I, I just noticed that. I was looking, I was thought maybe the page was ripped out. You you're, should talk to your editor about that. I think the thing uh, is, you're just so well known as someone who is a unifier, someone that brings people together, that I think it's just too obvious. Well, like, I think Adam Carr is more well-known. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. Adam Carr and I are friends. Anyway, definitely check out the Unity Awards. I love that award, by the way, in all seriousness. Really cool thing y'all do. But more importantly, food. You can't have unity yeah. without food, right? Food is always more you gotta be You got to be fed to unify. Valentine's Day is around the corner, Anne. Yeah. And you have a little piece about called Love in a Box. What's that all about? Love in a box, Tariq. Come on. Don't you know what love in a box is? Okay. So, you know, Valentine's Day is a long tradition of people giving each other boxed chocolate, oh. especially in a heart-shaped box. It's a thing. Oh, and that sounds such a radical idea. <laughs> right? <laughs> so there's a lot of locally made chocolate in town, but I decided to shine a light on a place on Brady Street called the Chocolate Sommelier. You know what a sommelier oh. Yeah. Is it someone who's an expert in wine. This woman is an expert in chocolate. Her name is Karen Duffy, and she sells really expertly curated chocolates from around the world. So she's got ones that you can't find elsewhere in Milwaukee. And what she can do for Valentine's Day is she can put together a curated box specifically for you. So she can have some of the best from around the world of different kinds of chocolates from as far away as like, let's say Italy and maybe as close as Kohler because Kohler makes some chocolates as well. Mm. So anyway, I think her stuff is really, the stuff she gets is really, really nice. And I think I it am, makes a great gift. I'm looking around for my box that you said you were going to, I don't. I was going to say that your box to me has not arrived yet. And I'm a little concerned. You're the one that like had this idea. I didn't even know about this place. <laughs> I mean, well, you want to learn more about that love in a box chocolate sommelier. You can learn more in the latest issue of Milwaukee magazine. We'll have some links and stuff over at our website at radiomilwaukee.org. Coming up, we continue our conversation despite with Anne's take on Ceviche's new Shorewood location. Plus, she has a kind of a review of Easy Tiger's Buttercorn Ramen. But we have a Ask Ann question all about reservations. That's coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Hey, Radio Milwaukee family. You tune in to us, and now we want to tune in to you. 
from now until February 17th, we'd love for you to spend a few minutes taking our listeners' survey. Your responses will let us know what you dig about what we're currently doing and give us feedback on how to make it even better. As an added incentive, all complete responses are entered to win a $150 gift card to Black Shoe Hospitality Restaurant. You can find our survey online at Radio Milwaukee or hyphen.org. We're back on This Bites, longest-running coloring podcast right here in Cream City. And Curtis in Milwaukee Magazine joining me again. Sometimes you do this Ask Ann kind of column, and yeah. I love those. I wish you do more of those. But this one has to do with why do I need a reservation? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, like it or not, things have really changed since COVID. You know, I hate to say that things have not gone back to normal. Restaurants are different. They aren't as well staffed as they used to be. And, you know, they have issues with supply chain, getting ingredients in. So they really need to know, like, how many people they're going to have, like, on a Saturday night or Mm -hmm. a Thursday night so that they can prepare. So it's really about letting the staff know so that they can be as best prepared as possible for their diners. So making a reservation is just so important. And I remember you know, pre-COVID, I would just wing it a lot. I would just, Mm. you know, kind of show up at places and be like, oh, can you fit in two more or whatever? But I think now it really isn't easy to do that. Mm -hmm. And because they're short-staffed, they aren't maybe serving as many people. They've kind of taken tables out of the dining room. So they're serving fewer people. So it's even harder to get in. But the other thing about restaurant reservations is you make a reservation honor that reservation. If you can't show up, call 24 hours in advance. Mm -hmm. Don't just ghost them because that becomes another problem too. You know, then the restaurant can't fill those tables because someone didn't show. So there's just a lot of issues related to making reservations that are just, you know, there's courtesy, there's, you know, making sure that the restaurant is well prepared for your visit. And what I get into in this Ask Ann is that I've noticed that a few restaurants, not many yet, but some will require a deposit when you make that reservation. I've done that when I was in like the bigger cities, like New York or Chicago. It's much more common in bigger cities. You know, you got to put like a $25, $10, something like that. Yeah. And then they deduct it from your bill too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just to kind of hold you accountable, Yeah. which I honestly think we'll probably see more of that happening. Yeah. I don't see it here in Milwaukee that often. At least I I've only, you know, one of the places I saw this is the new ceviche in Shorewood. They do it like a $10 thing or? It's like $5 a person. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not yeah. much, but they deduct it. Nice. Yeah, so, I agree with you. Like the whole restaurant energy is just being transformed because of the pandemic. I mean, maybe the pandemic really kind of revealed the wound. Did. <laughs> More so than the pandemic it caused it. It probably just like peeled away the yeah. Band-Aid. Peeled away the Band-Aid, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, thanks for that, Anne. That's really that's really important to mention. And we talk about like the restaurants and stuff, but sometimes we got to think about just being human and yeah. just being respectful. Right. So, so thank you for that. And again, you can check out that in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Let's talk about something controversial, at least for me. Corn <laughs> and ramen. <laughs> I love ramen. Oh, I love corn. Sometimes together, I don't 
I don't know why. I mean, I love corn. I do. Yeah. But when I'm like, get a loose kernel in my mouth with a soup broth and I pop the corn in my corn, I'm like, that just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like a fingernails on a chalkboard for me, I guess. Or the fuzz on a peach. Yeah. Well, I love that. I love that. I rub it on my face. I love that. That's that's nice. I don't. Peach yeah. fuzz gives me the willies. But um, um, I know what you're saying. However, we're prefacing the fact that I did this dish of the month, which I do periodically. Mm-hmm. And this particular dish of the month is the buttered corn ramen from Easy Tiger, which is absolutely delicious. And Tariq, in your defense... I don't love corn normally in soup either. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it just doesn't belong in there, whatever. But the charred corn in this ramen is just, I don't know. It just changes it for me. It's a vegetarian ramen. Yeah, it is. So I'm looking at the photo. Is that tofu, fried tofu? Yep, fried tofu. And Uh you've got your soy egg. You've got the charred corn, you've got the cilantro, you've got just, a it's a miso broth. You've got this wonderful chili oil mm. in there, so it's a little spicy. And then I love those noodles. I love the texture of those mm. curvy noodles that they put in there. Mm. It's just, you know, we talk a lot about tonkatsu ramen, yeah, the pork-based, which I think is a wonderful ramen. But if you want something a little different, a little bit lighter, this is just so satisfying. Wow. And finally, Ceviche. We mentioned their new location, Sherwood. And I guess you happen to uh, go there without me, as usual. So uh, I would love to join you in the review of this. I but know. I'm going to have to let you do it on your own because you did not invite me. I did not invite you, no. For the review of the new Ceviche in Sherwood. So what's your take? Food is great. Love the food. Noisy space. So it's just a question of like, Putting in some sound buffers or something. Just it's, very, make, it's, it's for the cool millennials, right? It's a millennial. Yeah. Okay. For the Not so great for like into your citizens. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. One of the things I want to mention, well, obviously they have these different kinds of ceviche, which are, I love the Peruvian ceviche, which has like sweet potatoes. And then it has those kind of large kernel corn. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah and red onion and corn nuts in it also. It's just so good. But there's a Peruvian style of rotisserie chicken called pollo a la brasa. That chicken is amazing. It's succulent. It's well-seasoned. It's tender. It's got the crispy skin on it. I'm telling you, Tariq, you need to try that rotisserie chicken. It's Really? It's, is that good? Yeah. Every time I get people do the chicken and the breast, I have never had except for myself, when I cook my chickens, I brine it right. Yeah. Every time I get a chicken breast, no matter where I go, it's still dry. Is it dry? I know. This was not dry. Okay. You can get like the whole chicken, but I think I got the half chicken. So I just do dark meat because I don't take risk Yeah, I feel you. So yeah, all those are in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. If you want to learn more about what Anne has talked about on this week's edition of This Bites, This Bite is edited and produced by Kiri Salinas with generosity support from our membership. Subscribe to This Bites. Head over to our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. Search for This Bites. Or you can just go to Spotify, NPR, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts and search This Bites. Feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too, Tariq.